from listening to Distorted View for a while, you probably know that our nation is made up primarily of borderline retards. I'm tired of you urinating all over the country. This country is going straight to hell. Suck my left nut, U.S. government. (laughs) I mean, that's your corrupt government. The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Be careful you don't get AIDS, pervert. Drunken Negro Face Cookies. Okay, I love shit, man. I love shit. This is the biggest waterman that I think I ever seen. I fucked my brother. I fucked him. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you on Independence Day. Happy birthday, America. God bless America. My home. Sweet home. All right. Yeah, that's enough. Thank you. America is uh, 245 years old today, and she is looking at Well, fucking country's falling apart. Buildings falling down, bridges collapsing, roads are in disappear. The girl needs some cosmetic surgery. Just to freshen her up. She doesn't have to go overboard. She doesn't have to look all plastic and fake like fucking Singapore. Just tighten some stuff up. Pull that skin back so it doesn't look all loosey-goosey. Maybe a tasteful tit job. Give tourists a little something when they're deciding where to go. I would like the U.S. to be a contender. Oh, oh, look at the rack on America. Listen, uh, I am not here today to bitch and moan about the state of affairs of this country, nor am I here to rehash my very complex feelings on holidays and specifically their placement on the calendar. You can go back and listen to many, many other shows where I detail uh, all of my many problems with the holidays we have chosen to celebrate here in America. Fourth of July is a good one, ultimately, right? It's you know, it's a kind of an important one. It's the the, the birth of our nation. I get it. You know, I, I understand Fourth of July's worth. And also Fourth of July is not a day you could really move around to, to celebrate on another day because you know that's a very fixed thing. You know, th- this happened on July 4th. This is it. This is the day we declared independence. Uh, you know. Uh, being a homosexual, I've got a lot of very liberal friends, and uh, it didn't take long for some of them to start posting bullshit about the holiday. Like, you know, the most patriotic thing you could do for the 4th of July is question your government and insist on accountability and demand justice. And it's like, well, okay, uh, can we just have one day, really, while we're not dealing with this bullshit? where we all hate our country and point out its flaws. And there are many. Don't get me wrong. I'm with you there, brother. Or in this case, sister. But God damn, do you have to be miserable all the fucking time? I mean, that's some woke-ass bullshit right there. That's like if uh, during Gay Pride Month, I was like, uh, yeah, it's great. You want to celebrate your sexuality, but maybe we should talk about those people who have AIDS and are infecting others with AIDS knowingly because that's how they get off. 
And then I could like whip out some statistics that say that uh, like gays are more likely to be pedophiles and shit. You know, just really rain on their parade. Or like during Black History Month, pull out that stat that's like, you know, most violent crime is done by black people. Like 86% of violent crime. It's like, okay, well, is that true? Yes, but that's not really what the holiday is about. It's about black history. Can you just let them have their fucking day or month or whatever? And if you really think about it, today is America's birthday. That's like presenting America with a cake and then saying, go ahead, make a wish. And it better be to end systemic racism. That's what your wish better fucking be. Stop hating black people. America was just like, it's supposed to be my special day. Why are you bringing up all of my flaws? Imagine if this was your girlfriend's birthday. Or imagine if this was your girlfriend's birthday, right? You're singing her happy birthday, and as she gets ready to blow out the candles, you take the cake away from her. And you say, no, 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 no. Your wish this year is going to be for less cellulite on your thighs. You don't need to eat this cake, Chunky. Chew on a birthday carrot, double chin. I don't know. I'm sure the people writing those posts, their their heart is in the right place. But it really does just seem like, you know, they're reading all these posts, people celebrating in 4th of July having hot dogs. Don't you realize there's suffering going on? All you drink beer and you wave your little sparklers around. There's still so much inequality. Good God, jam a hamburger down your throat and shut up. People love to wallow in misery. Meanwhile, this podcast is all about uh, enjoying other people in misery. That's how we roll on Distorted View Daily. Uh, Listen, I was just sort of laying around this weekend, and uh, on my YouTube feed, I saw a bunch of, like, 80s commercials. Found a couple interesting things. Back in 1986, there was a made-for-TV movie called Alex, The Life of a Child. It starred Craig T. Nelson uh, as the father of Alex, a young girl who died at the age of eight. Dear God, made-for-TV movies were pretty dark in the 1980s. Take a listen to this. There's not much that a child leaves, and Alex lives such a short time, barely eight years. See what I mean? That's what she's saying as she's dying. Daddy, why does God hate me? Because you'd never clean your room. I'm sorry. I'll clean my room now. It's too late. God has already judged you. Also, this is an interesting strategy for a commercial. They pretty much give away the ending. The kid dies. I think it would be a more satisfying journey and more emotional if you if you don't know that this kid is going to succumb to her illness. Be a real tearjerker. Instead, I mean, I don't know at what point the kid dies in this film. But it sounds like it's really all about the parents who have split up at some point. And then after the kid dies, the woman uh, is trying to use the kid's death to get back with the husband. At least that's how I read this. She wanted us to start up again. Yeah, she wants. See, she wanted us to be together. That was her dying wish. I mean, what an asshole child. You can't say no to that, you know, a kid's dying wish. Meanwhile, the only reason they're going to get back together is because some eight-year-old wants it to happen, an eight-year-old who's no longer around. These people don't love each other anymore. That's why they got a divorce. This eight-year-old is long gone, and she's still fucking over people's lives. She's dead. Well, what does she care if the father and the mother get back together? Alex 
Alex was the icing on the cake. Alex, the life of a child. Wednesday. What a weird thing to say. Even that last line, Alex was the icing on the cake. What he's saying basically is, my life was great. I didn't even need this kid, really. But she's, you know, she's like, well, you know, one additional nice thing that happened. The icing on the cake. Oh, and now the icing is gone. The icing has been taken away from him because the kid's dead, but you still have cake. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to lose sleep over my dead child because my life is so great otherwise. I don't know, man. Something rubs me the wrong way about about that commercial. I do love the announcer. In the 80s, the announcers had such gravelly voices. Alex. (laughs) It's like the Turbo guy. Turbo. Alex, the life of a child. I would pay to see this man's testicles. They gotta be the size of bowling balls. Alex, the life of a child. It's not even that it's deep, it's just really gravelly. You know, it is interesting because when you are talking about a, a specific period of time, I'm always talking about the 90s or whatever, we tend to gravitate to, like, uh, the visual aspects of that decade. Oh, that looks so 90s. Style of the 90s or, like, you know, how people dress in the 2000s. It's all very visual, right? But there are some, like, very specific sounds of a decade. I did pick up on a couple of these while I was watching the uh, the 80s ads for some reason. And I think this was really limited to the 80s. I don't remember this being a thing that happened in the 90s or 2000s very often. They would hire the goofiest sounding people for voiceovers. And it's a very specific type of goofiness. It's hard to explain, but uh, I've got some examples here. The first one is from a Bud Light commercial. Don't just ask for a light. Give me a light. Ask them to bring out their best. Yeah, don't just ask for a Bud Light. Bud Light. Less filling light beer with a first name and taste. You know know what I mean? Like, that's a goofy-ass voice for an announcer. New glassworks with vinegar cuts through the toughest, greasy smudges faster and easier, so there's less work for you. Ooh, glasswork. This winter, some people will use a lot of... The same guy, right? Oh, my God. He must have got so much work in the 80s and then nothing. Energy looking for ways to keep warm when they could be saving energy with the Amana Energy Command gas furnace. Yeah, every single commercial, it was either that goofy voice or the really low gravelly voice. On the next ABC After School special. Should we invite Carol to our super cool alcohol party? No, she's too fat. One teenage girl takes her dieting to extreme. Carol, how are you losing all that weight? I can eat whatever I want. The trick is to puke it all up afterwards. Christy McNichol stars in The Pantry of Darkness. Mmm, sounds like a good one. Some of these commercials are hilarious. Uh, If you ever find yourself really, really bored, go on YouTube and search for 80s commercials, 90 commercials, block 2000, or just pick a year. These people will upload an entire evening's worth of commercial, like something that aired from 8 in the evening to 11 o'clock at night. They take out all of the television shows, right? They just leave in every single commercial block. I guess these people are getting them from, like, uh, VHS tapes and stuff. Like, they'll, they'll buy VHS tapes on eBay and then strip out the content and just leave it, leave in the commercials and upload them on YouTube. And they do. They get tons of views, and some of them are kind of funny. At the very least, you'll be reminded of weird fucking products. 
you grew up with. I remember I used to watch Nickelodeon, right, in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, whatever. And for some reason, even though, you know, Nickelodeon is really directed at children, children watching TV, there would always be this commercial for DD7, which was like a stain remover. It was like a tube of this, like, white paste that supposedly would get out iodine or blood feces, <laughs> whatever is staining your clothes, all the nasty shit. And this commercial would play all the time, but I've forgotten about it since then. I mean, who the fuck has thought of DD7, right? Uh, so I saw a commercial. And I was like, oh, it hit me like a ton of bricks, like this wave of nostalgia. I guess it's because, like, while children are watching television, parents are also watching. And that's really who the commercial was for. I learned something uh, kind of interesting about <laughs> interesting only to me, I'm sure. But uh, I, I learned something kind of interesting about, uh, like, uh, naming products. A lot of times you'll see uh, a name of a product followed by a number. They do that because it sounds more impressive. Like, it sounds super technical. For instance, I remember uh, Ronco, you know, Ron Popeil used to sell this product called GLH9. And that was a hair care product. It was actually spray-on hair is what it, what it ended up being for, for, like, you know, balding people. And you've heard of that, that ridiculous spray-on hair stuff, right? GLH literally stands for good-looking hair. And the nine, he just pulled that number out of his asshole. Uh, DD7, again, seven was a number pulled out of the inventor's ass. DD uh, was short for the name of, I think, his kid or something, like Deirdre or something. They call her DD, and so they named the product DD7. All right, I, I, let's move on now before I lose all of my listeners. They're all turning off. What the fuck is this idiot going on about today? Weird voiceover announcers in DD7. Products that get feces out of clothing. Uh, I was uh, on TikTok because I'm on TikTok a lot now watching videos. And the algorithm is learning what it is I like. <laughs> All the distorted view worthy crap. I ran across this woman. She was recommended to me. Uh, it was an old broad in a bathing suit. And she's just sort of screaming at the camera. Hi, everybody. I'm out here. You know, screaming in that retarded way. Hi, everybody. Yeah. I'm out here swimming. She said she's swimming. I'm out here swimming with my family. I'm with my family. Even though she's screaming, she's, uh, you know, it, it appears that she's in a good mood. And uh, that's notable because it's the only video I've seen from her where she's happy. Her typical uh, operating status is set at Screaming Banshee. She has a few usernames on TikTok. One is like Aunt Sharon and then some numbers after it. And then another one is Sharon is best 420. Not sure if that one is actually Sharon or maybe just a mirror because she does keep taking down all of her videos. Here is another. Part of the reason why she is always screaming is um, other TikTokers antagonize her. Like they'll message her and be like... Uh, Stop saying the N-word, even though Sharon is not saying the N-word in any of her videos, and that just sets her off. I never said the N-word on here. I never did. Never said the N-word. I swear to God on my grandson's life. I never said the N-word. Come on, Sharon. You can be honest with us. You've let it slip every now and then, right? I will never use the N-word. That video was auto changed. It's like I'm saying the N-word. I will never use that. I got black in my family. 
<laughs> someone someone is digitally altering Sharon's videos to make it sound like she's saying the N-word. No wonder why she's screaming. People fucking around with this old lady. My cousin made a black man. I got black in my family. Some people, and maybe, it, you know, she has limited mental capacity or something. It kind of sounds like she does. But you can't take TikTok so seriously. This woman gets all riled up. How riled up, you ask? Eventually, people stopped suggesting that Sharon said the N-word. That made Sharon happy for a few seconds until TikTok users started accusing Sharon of something else. Stop saying I'm a child molester. I ain't no fucking child molester. Fuck you. I ain't no child molester, okay? I didn't do nothing. No children. I'm going to never touch any children. You're never going to see me on no fucking news. It's so easy to set her off. You don't even have to DM her. Just in any one of her videos, just click a comment. She'll read them all. This this person just wrote Kid Fiddler, and that's what prompted uh, that particular video to be posted. By the way, here's a little bit of a tip-top tip for you. It took me about seven tries to get that right. A bit of a tongue twister. Uh, if you are looking for hot messes like Sharon, and you don't want to endlessly scroll, hoping you will eventually stumble upon one of these people, uh, just do a search for haters. Who wrote that in a thread where I posted this video? Uh, yeah, Rob. Rob said this. Searching for haters always brings up the creme de la creme of the gene pool. So if you uh, want to help me look for DV-worthy TikTok content, do a search for haters. Ta-da! Oh, speaking of searching, we'll talk about this and then you know, we'll wrap things up for the day. We'll do some voicemails and get out of here. Uh, I learned about fecal matter vomitus. Have you guys ever heard of that term? That's what that's the exact phrase this person used. Let me read you what uh, he he or she said here, and then we'll delve a bit deeper into uh, what exactly this is. My mom is a nurse. One day after school, she picked us up and there was a god-awful smell in the car that I was hoping was from outside. Turns out she had tried to resuscitate a dude and he expelled fecal matter vomitus all over her. And despite her showering three times and changing, the smell still lingered. For innocent souls, fecal matter vomitus is something like throwing up poop. That's exactly what it is, as I later learned. It smells terrible because it, it's shit. Uh, if that happens, something is terribly wrong with your insides. Well, of course. I don't think I've ever heard of someone throwing up vomit. So I turned to Google and searched for fecal matter vomitus. And while the exact phrase didn't pull up any results per se, Google knew what I was looking for. While it sounds unpleasant and unusual, it's possible to vomit up your own fecal matter. Known in medical literature as feculent or feculent vomiting, throwing up poop is usually due to some type of blockage in the intestine. So, you know, it can't go, can't go out the normal way, so it gets backed up and expelled from your mouth hole. Makes sense. I can't believe we've never read a Sextastic Tuesday story that has involved fecal vomiting. Maybe it's something we need to look for. I don't know if there's any erotic literature that uh, contains feculent vomiting, 
If not, you know, I've got some creative TV listeners. Maybe you can whip me up a story. While I couldn't find any sex stories that contained fecal vomiting, I did find a news story all about it. And uh, I hate myself because I don't think we've, we played this on the show. Back from 2018, I mean, I read so many news stories every week. Maybe we read this one? I don't think so, though. This, this would be a memorable one for me. A 91-year-old grandmother died after vomiting up her own feces after nursing home staff failed to spot that her bowels were severely blocked. Well, it's not something you can easily see, although this woman was complaining about it. Stella uh, Budick died an undignified death in Florida, our most fucked up state, in August 2014 after throwing up a mixture of bile, blood, and excrement, the Holy Trinity. In the days leading up to the elderly woman's death, she suffered a loss of appetite which the Tarpon Point Nursing and Rehabilitation Center in Sarasota failed to flag. A decreased appetite is often the first signs of a serious problem in the bowels, along with a swollen abdomen and chronic constipation. Other symptoms include a funny taste in your mouth and what doctors call shit-talking. Self-explanatory. This woman's daughter said no one should die vomiting their own fecal matter. Kind of a low bar there, but yes, no one should die of vomiting their own feces. The daughter claimed she knew something was wrong when she took her mother to lunch shortly before her death, only for her to refuse food. She kept saying, I feel full. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Hours later, the former union activist for Firestone Tire and Rubber began vomiting the foul mixture and begged nursing home staff to take her to the hospital. She died the following day. The official cause... A condition we all know here on the podcast. Say it with me. The following is a public service announcement about toxic shock syndrome. If you want to stick any one of multiple things on this following list on your vagina, you're gonna get vagina cancer, batteries, vagina cancer, old Chinese, vagina cancer, Pekingese. Who knew there was so much more to toxic shock syndrome? Uh, An emergency room doctor confirmed that her death was caused by a huge, huge bowel blockage, which had ruptured her intestine, sending its contents spewing into her abdominal cavity. And then, well, it continued north up out of her mouth. That, my friends, is fecal vomiting and a little distorted view news story for Independence Day 2021. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedview show, yada, yada, yada. Let's do some voicemails here. Hey, what's up, Timmy? This is Davide. Um, Hi, Davide. I just wanted to add one thing. You were playing a clip the other day of the guy that's like, hey, baby. Want to get brown? You want to get brown? And he's talking to the girl saying that. I remember the first time you played it and I actually ended up finding it. Um, That woman he's talking to has fingernails that look like Frito-Lay's party scoops. And she does look like a female version of 90s Gary Busey. I uh, would love it. I don't know if you still know where you found that video. Uh, I've lost the link at this point, but I would love to see it and uh, search for any other possible videos from 
this couple. It is so creepy. Let me know if you, if you still have that link. And so unsettling. She's got Frito-Lay corn chip fingernails. Um, and I'm it, in. The fact that shit play doesn't even bug me. It's not something I'm into. But, oh my God, the fact she looks like 90s Gary Busey creeps oh, the shit out of me. Oh. And she doesn't even... Necessary. It's never really super attractive people who are into poop play, you know? It's like a female version of. She just kind of looks like like Gary Busey and Drag, I guess. Yeah, that's <laughs> All right, cheers, man. Have you right. having a good If week. you ever wondered what that uh, scat queen looked like, Gary Busey and Drag. Long-ass fingernails. Hey, faggot. What's up, Timmy Hello. Rick from Baltimore. Rick calling in on his speakerphone like an idiot. And thinking that sounds good. You. Yeah. Here's what I want you to do, Rick. Uh, next time you call in, <laughs> as you're dialing, stop and think about what you want to say because we're now 20 seconds into the call, and I don't, I, I don't know what you're, what you're trying to get at here. Suggesting something that is really stupid. Oh, okay. I mean, I love you, and I'm glad that I have this show. Uh, the past couple days. Yeah, I mean, listen. You don't listen to Distorted View daily for the intellect, really, the intellectual discourse that I provide. If anything could go wrong, they have gone wrong. But I have Distorted View of Timigo, and that is a good thing. You have no idea. What did I say that was stupid? I'm still waiting for that. Anyway, here's the problem. Okay. So let's say that we uh, get a 10 inch piece of toast. What? And maybe you. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm bailing. I'm sorry. I, this. I can't. Hey there, Timothy Hansen. <laughs> it's uh, Rob from Texas here. Oh, okay, Rob. Um, I'm all caught up. So this is actually the last voicemail I will be leaving on the uh, normal peasant voicemail line. Um, it's March 31st, so you'll hear this in shit. May 23rd. Nope, nope, wrong. <laughs> we'll say that. My sister's birthday. Um, Way off there. Um, anyway, so I, uh, two things. One, I'll be a uh, Patreon freak whenever, for a couple months by the time you fucking hear this. Uh, Thank and then you. two, um, I, how, how far have you ever gone with a woman? Have you ever, have you ever kissed a girl, Tim? Have yes. you ever seen a pussy in person? Yes. Have you ever felt some titties that yes. were uh, of the female they variety? sucked me some titties. Uh, not your own. Um, <laughs> I'm just uh, curious. Um, if you've ever had an encounter with a girl and if you thought uh, pussies were yucky. Uh, well, yes, I do think they're yucky, as a matter of fact. Honestly, I feel like any any anything that's like a hole is kind of disgusting. Things that are protruding outward, to me, it just seems cleaner. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if, if there are holes going into your body... That, that that's really where we have issues. And yes, I that that the I understand that it, men have holes that go inside their body um, too. Anyway, nasty. Uh, you'll probably hear nasty like manholes. Ten voicemails from me before this. But look, I got to stick my dick somewhere, and uh, I I choose man ass, boy pussy, if you will, uh, man cunt. Mind up. 
All right. I hope that answers your question. Tim, Timothy Fucking... I've licked a tit. Tim, Timothy Fucking Henson, how dare you? I sign up Uh for the Super Freak Sideshow. And I do one of the, like, not the monthly, but, like, the, the longer-term ones. I want you to get more money. Yes. And the first fucking show I hear <laughs> is no. the DuckTales one. Oh, sorry. Never sign up for the sideshow on April Fool's Day. Buddy. No. I'm so glad I gave you money. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fuck you, Tim. That was a show for everyone, honestly, I think, right? <laughs> now, looky here, you careless fairy. I come out of work. Just worked third shift. I see that there's a new free DV up on here. (laughs) So I kick it on and I throw my phone in the back seat so I'm not dicking off looking at porn while I'm driving down 75 trying to get home after work. We have officially reached April 1st in the voicemails. Now, I said I threw my phone in the back seat and then all of a sudden I get in an hour and 20 minutes of fucking ducktails. In every goddamn language you can fucking think of, that's the fucked up shit right there, you fucking sadistic little faggot. I love you, but that was too fucking much. That ain't no April Fool's Day joke. That's just a cruel fucking experiment in human fucking psychopathy, you motherfucker. So I, I pulled over on the side of the road and I tried to look you up. Uh-oh. Turns out you play guitar for a band called Polyphia and you're a 23-year-old with neck tattoos? No, it's someone else that shares my name. Yeah, Google yourself, motherfucker. Take a look. Good, long, hard look at yourself. First of all, it drives me up the wall that there's another Tim Henson and he's more famous than me. Second, I hate when people point that out. They think that I'm that person because it's, it's such a ridiculous concept to think that there might be Two people in the world with the exact same name. A name as fucking generic as Tim. You look like a fucking careless fairy. You well, say you're a 40-year-old overweight Ohioan. You know what? I got to tell you something. I think that kid that's in that band, the, the guitar player, Tim, I think he does look gayer than me. Ah, you look like a California faggot. <laughs> love you, Timmy. I love you, too. What a great voicemail. All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Is it all God? We just Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. It's a great time to sign up for the Sideshow. That's DV's member site. We do exclusive programs over there, usually at least twice a week. Uh, tomorrow is going to be a Sideshow exclusive podcast. So if you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, the next time I will uh, talk to you will be on Wednesday. So until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.
Another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.